The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Hey, welcome to Braves Country. Rolling Stone says Dylan Carmichael is country music's most convincing young star since Chris Stapleton and since unleashing his critically acclaimed 2018 debut, Hell on an Angel. He's toured with everyone from Leonard Skinner to Dwight Yoakam, written a song for Travis Tritt's latest album, racked up millions of streams, gone viral on social media, and he even got engaged. And now the title track of his new record, Son of a, debuted as the number one most added single at country radio. And Carmichael continues to tour hard in 2022, headlining his own son of a tour and uh, opening for the likes of Brooks and Dunn, Cody Johnson, Brothers Osborne, born and raised in Bergen. Bergen, Kentucky. Bergen, yep. Kentucky. The 6'4 Troubadour is a Braves fan and a Kentucky Wildcats fan, so we're excited to talk to you here on the Braves Country Podcast. Dylan Carmichael, welcome to Braves Country. Hey, thanks for having me. How you doing today? Hey, bud. What's going on with you? Man, nothing much. Just uh, taking care of some stuff today, some stuff around the house and running some errands. Where's home? Hendersonville, Tennessee. Okay. The home of Johnny Cash. There you go, man. Conway there you go. Let me tell you. And, and and it's neck and neck for me on those two. <laughs> and you know what? And my old buddy uh, Marty Stewart lives up that way as well. We actually, oh, boys. I remember when Barry Gibb bought Johnny Cash's cabin up there. He had a lot of work done on it, and the fools who were working on it burned it down. Marty called me up, and I went up there, and we watched Johnny Cash's house burn down. It was one of the most surreal days I think I've ever experienced. It was really weird. Wow. Right, there's a country song oh, in there so somewhere. You spent some time in Hendersonville then. A little bit of time. I worked for Marty Stewart for about two years when we did about a million records. Uh, the, the Souls wow. Chapel record and the remember the Bluegrass record. He got a Grammy nom and uh, Badlands and then uh, a couple other things. And then we I helped him uh, produce that uh, Wagon Mask for yeah. Porter Wagner. Wow, that's incredible, man. Well, I did not know that about you. I'm sitting here with my buddy Tug Coward. He's been in radio for 20 years, and I'm a nearly a 30-year man in, in music, but we just love the Braves so much that we had to get together and, and have a show where we kind of talk to musicians who love the Braves because we love music and the Bravos, so we... Uh, <laughs> We get together on this thing, and, uh, you know, we have another friend in common, and that's uh, our buddy D-Rock down in the King of Middle, Georgia. I just saw him recently. We just ran into each other at the Clay Walker show a couple days ago. That's a show right there. Count me in for that one. That's a real country show. It was great. Good Lord. That is... uh, And they were on stage at the same time going song for song. That's a different way of presenting it. Full band. And, of course, they were up there telling stories about the 90s and everything else. And it's so cool, man. I'm 45, and my my son is 18, and he's into all kinds of things, you know, sports and music and whatever. So it's so awesome to see him listening to the stuff that I love. Of course he listens to the new stuff, you know, like Luke Holmes and Stapleton and Morgan Wallen. He loves those. But when he breaks out a neon moon, Brooks and Dunn, or a nitty-gritty dirt man fishing in the dark, I know I've raised the kid right. Right. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money 
are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. It's kind of funny. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, they said, who's your MLB team? And uh, though I did grow up playing baseball, um, you know, we, we really didn't have one. I mean, we went to Cincinnati Reds games and stuff, but I've never considered myself a fan of the Reds. So I kind of don't have one. And somebody asked me, they said, well, if you were to pick one, who would you pick? And I was like, well, probably the Braves. My stepbrother, when we were younger, he was a Braves fan, and he had a really cool Braves ball cap, and uh, and I wanted one just like it. So I actually have a picture of me when I was a kid wearing a Braves ball cap. So I'm just like, well, maybe I am a Braves fan. Dude, I love that story. I mean, there's so many ways that people fall into being a Braves fan. A lot of it is just being in the Southeast, right? Because college football is king, and then the Braves are right there with them. There's so many artists in Nashville that are Braves fans through and through because the Braves represent the entire Southeast. Like, they're the only team that has a geographical area. Everybody else kind of got a city. (laughs) That's right. You need to get you a Braves Kentucky Wildcats branded ball cap because they have them. Yeah, so they do it for all the colleges because they know everybody cheers for the Braves through the week, and then on Saturday we all cheer for somebody different. And so they've I'm got that. yeah, dude. It's seriously, it's it, they're awesome. If I'm not mistaken, it's white with a blue Braves A, and then on the side is the Kentucky UK. I love that. I'm, I'm looking for it on Amazon right now. There you go. They do it for all the teams throughout the Southeast through the SEC and the ACC. Now, obviously a huge Wildcats fan, so uh, you got a big game this weekend, too. The Dogs from the University of yeah, Georgia creeping up there to uh, Lexington. Well, I'll be there. I'm, I'm actually going. So I'm driving up to Kentucky. I'm, I'm hoping our home field advantage is, you know, the thing that, that gives us a chance. But, you know, our, our offensive line has been playing like garbage. Our uh, quarterback has been sacked probably more than anyone else in the NCAA so far. Uh, But, you know, I I know that our team has it in them. You know, the way they played Florida a couple months ago, I know it's in there. So we just got to pull it out. Sure, man. And that's the thing. Kentucky's always been a basketball school. But the last, I don't know, four or five years, they've really done well in college football. So it's like Kentucky's like, wait a minute, we're not just a basketball school. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I was watching the dogs uh, when they were playing the Tennessee Vols. And, man, they got a heck of a team, man. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not super competitive, so I, I ain't scared to say what's true. And the truth is, is that's one heck of a team, man. And um, we're going we're gonna to have our hands full, to say the least. But, uh, but you know, a little bit of hope. I got, I got hope. Heck, yeah, man. That's all, we, that's all any of us got. <laughs> but we're going to tailgate. We'll be there at noon. We're going to tailgate a little bit. And then we're going to head in and freeze our high men's off. 32 i think high is 32 degrees good <laughs> lord that's a dynamic changer too man that that'll change a ball game that that temperature and, and, and weather oh yeah it will 
Absolutely. And well, and football, by the way, is my true, the sport that I love more than any above basketball, above baseball. And I, I don't know anything about hockey, but, but I really love football, played football when I was a kid. I actually kind of, we can talk more about this later, but I actually kind of got out of sports once I got to high school because I, I learned, I found a guitar. And I started playing guitar, and I and I learned that the girls like the guitar players. They certainly do. <laughs> and you know another another thing, and as Cotton and I always talk about this, is that ball players want to be rock stars, and rock stars want to be ball players. It's kind of the premise of this this whole show to begin with, because we've ran across that so many times. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, at six four, did you play a little ball before you turned to the guitar? I did. Yeah, I played. Uh, I played football. Uh, but my my high school actually was so small in Bergen, Kentucky. Uh, we didn't have we never had a football team, um, and so I played recreational football team at like the local you know the local park or whatever. Um, I played for the Broncos, <laughs> which was you oh, wow. know like a, a knockoff Denver Broncos, but for it was the uh, you know whatever Jetsman County Broncos or something like that. But just recreational football. I loved it. Um, I was so proud of it. Um, I did play baseball as well. I think I, I eventually took baseball more seriously. Um, but I think that was just out of like, because there, there wasn't, a, we didn't, my school didn't have a football team. So It seems so crazy in Kentucky that they wouldn't have a, at least like combine some kids from high schools or something. Yeah, it is. It's just, you know, they, they tried every way in the world to, to get that to work. They were, they were trying to figure out how to send the kids from my school to the county school just to play football, and but it just wouldn't, it never did work out for some reason. Man, and happens. they still to this day do not have a football team. That's something else there. Talking to <laughs> Dylan Carmichael on the Braves Country Podcast of the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. As a kid that grew up in Georgia, there is nothing more important to me than being from Georgia, being Southern. And I know that the people in Kentucky are the exact same way. It's something about just growing up in the South. We're, we're very, very proud of where we come from. Um, I now live in Nashville, and uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say I, I think every day about my hometown. And at some point, I'm going to go back there. Me and my wife are going to go back there. We've talked about it. Uh, right now, i got to live in Music City because yeah. that's what I do for a living. But, yeah, uh, but yeah it's, it's a pride thing. I mean, we're a proud people. Absolutely. What What is the, the something that stands out to you the most that makes you so proud to be from Kentucky, even though you live in Nashville these days? There's some sort of feeling I get when I'm home that I can't really describe. I can't really put my finger on it, but it's like it's a feeling of comfort and just like, you know, it's a feeling of comfort and just well-being. Also, I'm the people where I come from are everyone's your mama everyone's your daddy everybody everybody treats you like family just even though they're not uh, do you know our friend richard young from the kentucky headhunters are you buddies with him yeah i have i met richard one time a few years ago actually down in florida he was a great guy very nice guy i wouldn't say that we know each other well and he, he very well probably as many people as he's met through the years he probably wouldn't recognize me from adam when it comes to being down home and the things that matter to you because you brought up you know just people taking care of one another and that to me that always comes back to a, a faith thing growing up in in church and i know you referenced jesus in some of your music is that is that yep. somewhere that you live is that is that something that's important to you because I, it's really important to me absolutely of course you know let's be real it's a struggle it's a struggle every day to uh to um pray and and uh and and be faithful and obedient uh it's 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 a struggle as a human being but it is very important you know thank god my wife is is always on me she'll she'll stare at me real weird when we're 
when I'm like stuffing my face, and she's like, uh, you, "Are we gonna say a prayer over our food?" Or, <laughs> so she, she, she keeps me dragging me to church, you I know, because I'm I live on the road all the time, so I won't even know what day it is. I won't even realize it's Sunday, yeah. and she'll be, you know, she'll be like, "Let's go to church," and I'm, I'm like, uh, "We all need uh, that but person." Anyway, it is very it is very important in our household. We um, we just got married about two months ago, and uh, we understand how important that, how important that is, uh, in a marriage. And, uh, and my, uh, my grandfather on my dad's side, Harold Carmichael, he was, his brothers were in a gospel quartet. I kind of cut my teeth on that side, uh, with gospel music as well. Man, I love that. What, what are some of the, uh, the, the best songs you like to play? And, and do you ever play some of those when you're doing regular shows? Uh, yeah, I don't play them as much as I should. I try to figure out how I'm going to incorporate that into my show all the time. But I love Old Rugged Cross. Oh my gosh, me too. Actually, it's not even uh, one one of the my favorite songs is a Christopherson song, "Why Me, Lord." Yeah, that's a beautiful song. It's not commercially a gospel song, but but it a hundred percent is. You know, it's that. such a beautiful song. I didn't grow up in a Baptist church when I was a kid. I, I spent I was saved in a non-denominational church uh, back home, so they they played more contemporary. Yeah, contemporary you know, Christian. Contemporary Christian, but. So we didn't really do the hymnals as much, but I've definitely got a handful that my my grandfather sang that I fell in love with. I'm strong in my faith too, but I, I you know I make mistakes every day like everybody else. Like to have too many cold beers yep. or whatever, you know. It's just it's just yep. we're we're just broken as people, as you mentioned, and and that's the beauty of you know gospel is the fact that we're all we're all that same way, and and we all need the Lord. But yep. nephew of John Michael Montgomery and Eddie Montgomery, <laughs> growing up in the shadow of two incredible country stars, I mean that had to influence what you want to do as a kid no doubt i mean uh yeah i mean i got to see the good and the bad and and everything in between of that um and i'll tell you it's more it's more good than than bad i encourage anyone that that has a dream like that to follow it um but uh, and my and my family also has always encouraged me to do this people in my hometown not so much you know they didn't really get it but but yeah, growing up with that, I always looked up to my my mom was also a touring artist back in the early 2000s, and as I mentioned, my dad's side that we had music as well. But I always just um, looked up to to my uncles and and uh, my family that that did music for a living, and I just always knew. I knew I, re- I remember being 15 years old and and uh, being at school, and my teacher asked me, "What what are you what are you, what are you looking at pictures of?" And and I said, "I'm looking at pictures of Nashville." And uh, she goes, well, well, why is that? I said, well, I want to move there one day and be a country singer. And, of course, she laughed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even knowing that I have two uncles that, that had succeeded at it, they still laughed at me because they thought, well, they were, they were a glass half full. You know, they were like, well, if your uncles did it, then you definitely don't have a chance. You know, <laughs> I was always thinking, well, my uncles were were. Uh, wildly successful with it so that means that i could also be successful with it that's right that's right another that's guy true. that we've had on this show is uh travis denning and travis is engaged to john i guess your uncle's daughter yeah he's engaged to my first cousin so uh travis is going to be uh my cousin by marriage that's cool man i'm telling you what that is a country music family if i've ever seen one <laughs>
And speaking of family, man, we love your new song, Son of a... I mean, it's just a great song, and uh, I just want to read the lyrics here before we talk about it. I'm a son of a mama, I'm a son of a dad who will never stop loving me and being there and giving me everything they have. Uh, Let me tell you that I get it now, I admit it now, why I am the man I am. I'm the son of a mama and the son of a dad who give a damn. That's a song I wrote with my dear friends Casey Bethard and Phil O'Donnell um, and and uh, faith and life coaches of mine as well. And, um, you know, we had a really good conversation that day about, you know, how, how there's all these parenting books and there's these, you know, you can Google it and get a big list of how you're supposed to be. Um, but at the end of the day, really just having someone who gives a damn about you and how important that is. And that's kind of what led to this song. Um, I mean, I'm a big family guy. Uh, these guys I wrote this song with are big family guys. And uh, it's just so important. You know, it's so important to have someone there. And it's not always pretty. But if somebody if somebody cares about you, it's uh, that's what family's all about. Heck yeah, it is, man. And, and you're exactly right, dude. You hit the nail on the head when you said that and when, when y'all wrote this song because... It is so clear that so many people in this world don't have that. They don't have that family, and they're always looking for it. And that's the reason I think they connect with songs like this. Yep. And this song, even though in the story it's about a son and a father and a mother, it's really – and I've had people come up to me and say, this this song makes me think of my foster parents or my grandparents or my aunt or my uncle or even my siblings – Uh, You know, this isn't just exclusive to a son and a father. This is exclusive to family, you know, in general. You know, there's songs like that. Like, I'll I'll give you an example of songs that are relatable. Like, My Home's in Alabama by Alabama is one of my favorite songs. And and I ain't from Alabama at all. But the the things that they sing about are the same things that I care about living and being from Georgia. Absolutely. It's almost like leave a blank there and fill the fill the blank with what whatever you want whatever it is you're exactly right man it's unreal the songs like that they just connect on a different level thank you for for the kind words on my song yeah it's doing really well uh it's really getting out there we're we're proud of you for it man we're really enjoying yeah, I just it found out it's a top 40 Let's there you go. Radio. so yeah heck yeah dude that's the first goal right to get it on the charts like that yeah, absolutely. And we're working towards top 30 now, sitting at 38. Uh, you've been touring hard and, and, and getting a lot of great hits out there on the road. Um, I wanted to ask you about your experience on the Grand Ole Opry versus touring with Skinner or Yoakum, Brooks and Dunn, those kind of folks. Can you rank those ty- types of experiences? Gosh, well, all of them. I mean, I'm a big Skinner fan. That's my rock side. I love Skinner, love their legacy and their story. But, uh, you know, I've been on the road with all kinds of people that are my heroes. Uh, Tracy Lawrence, I've done shows with uh, Jamie Johnson and Randy Hauser, Dwight Yoakam. Um, You know, I'm trying to think of someone, uh, you know, someone who's really lately became a, a really just kind of, whether he knows it or not, a strong impact on me is Dirks Bentley because this dude is kind of like just treated me really good when he didn't have to you know he's been really good to me and uh and you know he's he's a he's got a lot he's got a lot of friends and and he's chose to ask me how i'm doing and and encourage me to keep on keeping on and uh once when somebody i mean it's just like gosh boy if i ever get in his position i hope i'm still as humble and cool as he is you know um 
but uh, but the music of of my heroes, Tracy Lawrence. Like I said, I went and seen Clay Walker the other day. Uh, those, I mean, I love those guys. They they that's what made me fall in love with country music is the the music that they were putting out back in the day. You know, it's funny you bring up that about Dirks Bentley because that's such a mark of a of a good man, a good a good country singer that is willing to do something for someone that may not be able to do something for them back. It's crazy because you know uh, celebrities at that level are, are can be under so much scrutiny and and they're just like on the brink of everyone's on the brink of getting canceled. We don't have to get into all that, but but um, but like Dirks. Dirks is like just unapologetically himself, and I love that. And 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 he he don't think he's better than anyone else, you know. And uh, like I said, he he brought me up on his he, he put me on a show. He heard my my song somewhere and he liked it. He put me on a show, invited me up on his bus, introduced me to his family, uh, got me up on stage with him, gave me his number. He stayed in touch and and probably once a month he'll text me and be like, "How you doing, man?" I saw your song went top 40. Congratulations. Keep on rocking, man. Uh, it's just, you know, you're just one step away from, from getting to the next spot. And just keep on rocking, man. It's all possible. Just I know it's discouraging. Just always, uh, you know, I mean, it's just so cool. He don't have to do that. And uh, and he does. So says I, I'm going to sing his praises. Yeah, man. Says a lot about him for sure. And some other other folks you've been working with. Your first single, Hot Beer, was produced by John Party, who's obviously done so well in country music. Tracks. 16 Rolling Stone you you wrote that with Tyler Booth and, and Drew Parker who's George Boy he's been on this podcast with us a couple times you know it's yeah. you, you got uh, Dave Cobb who has produced some of the biggest albums in all of country music in the last several years you've got a pretty good little list of folks you've been working with there very blessed to have these people in my life and uh and also still just like so blown away and and my mind is blown that these people even took the time to to work with me so shout out to to those folks um yeah dave cobb uh john party dan huff Bill O'Donnell um, are, are some of the producers that I've been blessed to work with. There's more to come. I'm going to start working on a new record this winter. I'm not sure uh, who's producing it, but there's going to be some new music being worked on this winter. Somebody tells me working a little bit with Hardy. Is he going to be involved in that in that project? And that's a guy that is blowing up and has. It's like he he's been such a slow burn, and now all of a sudden it's starting to happen for him. And I couldn't be more happy for a guy that is just an old Mississippi boy. Yeah, he's a he's a buddy. Uh, he's a he's a great guy. You know, like like Dirks in the midst of everything he's got going on, he uh, takes care of. Uh, he cares about people and makes sure everyone's doing all right. And um, but yeah, he he's uh, he he's we've written a couple songs together. I've recorded a couple songs that he's written. Hot beer being one of those. Uh, and uh, I would love for him to be involved in this next project somehow, some way. Um, I can tell you. I want more of his songs that he writes because he, every time I hear a Hardy song, it just lights me up. Whether you know he, depending on whether he wrote it by himself or with other people, like it don't matter if his touches on it. It's it's he just everything he touches is just awesome. You got to have strong coaching and strong management. The Braves here, of course, have a great tradition of strong management with Bobby Cox and then and now Brian Snicker, who's a, a protege of his, who's a Probably about to win the manager of the year tonight, um, and by the time people hear this, he will be the manager of the year for 2022. Wow! Uh, now, you, and you've worked with uh, two of my friends. Uh, first, with Ben Rat, 
Ratliff and now with uh, my old friend Cappy, two great Southern yep. managers. Uh, talk a little bit about the importance of having a manager who you can completely trust. The manager is such a key role. Um, you know, this these are the people that when you're trying to focus on being creative and write songs and perform and all that stuff, and if you're doing all that yourself, it's counterproductive. You know, I've, I've seen artists try to do it all themselves. Um, uh, you know, you still got to work hard. You can't just put the, all the load on, on the manager. But, uh, you know, I've seen artists try and manage themselves. Um, and uh, it, it just takes away from the writing and takes away from the performance and the, the, the performance in the recording studio. And it's just uh, the manager is the manager is kind of the brain of your career. And then I'm the heart, you know, I'm, I'm writing the songs, I'm pouring my heart and soul out performing. And the brain is like the management and they're, they're making sure everything's organized. They're making sure that I'm showing up where I need to be on time, putting stuff in my calendar and, and advising me on good, on how to make good decisions and, and how to avoid the bad decisions, you know, and it's such an important role. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, props to the managers out there. couple more minutes with Dylan Carmichael. We're talking to him on the Braves Country Podcast and the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Tug Coward along with Scott Munn. Hey, you can find Dylan on his website, dylancarmichael.com, on socials at Dylan, D-I-L-L-O-N-C Music, at Dylan C Music. Some uh, tour dates coming up, the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo in December, uh, the 2nd through the 6th in Las Vegas, St. Jude Jam on December 12th at the Grizzly Rose in Denver, Colorado. Also headed to Ohio, Pennsylvania, and then in 2023, January 22nd, I'm sorry, January 27th at the 8 Second Saloon in Indianapolis. Indiana, man, goodness, it's, it's going to keep oh, you yeah. busy. And uh, that's also um, we're we're booking more shows. That's just a fraction of what we're going to do. So if, if you're hearing this, there's a really good chance we're going to be in your city. So just follow me on social media. Uh, if I don't already have a date booked there, I will most likely or yeah. somewhere close. So and, y'all can uh, see us. I say our, our live show is our bread and butter. When are you coming through Atlanta? Do you know yet? Um, I don't have anything booked. I actually was just in Macon this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but no, I don't have anything booked in Atlanta right now. But, but we, we come to Atlanta at least once a year. So we will most definitely be in Atlanta. Make sure Tug and I know. We'll, or we'll follow you. We'll make sure we're there, man. We, we yeah. can't wait to see you live. We literally just went and did that on well, Twitter right there. So I want you to do it, too, at Dylan C. Music. When you're out on the road, we always like to ask this kind of the, the last question. When you're out on the road, what are the best mom and pop restaurants that you love to visit? Uh, well, in Kentucky, where I come from, it's not a mom and pop place, but it's a it's a place called Lee's Famous Recipe, and it's Colonel Sanders' nephew who started the company, and they have the best chicken in the world. So if y'all go through Kentucky, even Ohio, I think they have a couple, uh, but Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken. Uh, I, I'm a, I love barbecue, so I, I'll go any, any city that's known for barbecue. I've been all through Texas, had barbecue. Um, Kansas City, Memphis, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Tennessee. I've had barbecue everywhere. I love barbecue. I'm trying to think of a specific <laughs> yeah. mom and pop place. There's a place out in Texas, believe it or not, um, called uh, the Kenny Store, which is a just a little place. It's 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 not even in a city. You'd have to Google, literally Google, the Kenny Store in Texas because I don't even know what city to look up. But 
it's there somewhere <laughs> and it, it's really they've got the best food and the best music and they've got lone star beer on tap and that's one of the best experiences i've had at kind of a mom and pop place ever you like texas barbecue or that southern stuff or you like the uh that kind of the i'm the, the carolina the, the carolina yellow stuff that tug likes Carolina Gold. I do like Carolina Gold. I, I do prefer Texas barbecue only because I'm a brisket guy. I love brisket, and um, that's my favorite type of barbecue. So, so I prefer Texas. But I also just like I said, like I've never met barbecue I didn't like. So, <laughs> okay, because I just looked up the Kenny store. The K-E-N-N-E-Y store.com, the Kenny store in Kenny, Texas, and it is a uh, live music venue and good barbecue. says it right there on their daggum website, and now we have it by an official account in my man Dylan Carmichael. It's, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. I love talking to guys who are passionate about the music that they create. It is always hard work when it's worth doing. It's hard work, and, and I admire guys like you that ain't afraid to get in there and skin your knuckles and, and write hard and play hard and work hard and then have it pay off. So, man, congratulations on that. Well, I sure appreciate y'all. Thanks for the kind words, man. We'll keep it We'll keep it real, and uh, let's do this again. I hope so, man. If you ever get through Atlanta, seriously, man, we'd love to have you here at the uh, Braves Radio Network studios. We're right there in the Battery, Atlanta. I mean, we literally can look across the room here and look down at the right field gate of truest park home of your World Series champion, Atlanta Braves. So uh, we'd love to get you over here, man. Maybe you bring a guitar and uh, strum a tune or two and play yeah. live here, and it would just be a blessing and an honor. Absolutely. I'll shoot y'all a message next time we'll be there. Sounds like a plan, man. God bless you, brother. All right, God man. bless you. Y'all take care. Thanks for having me. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Braves Country supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men, two phenomenal veteran organizations based in the South. Check out thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com for more info and resources. That's thewarrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com. Braves Country would like to thank all of our nation's great veterans. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best.